Hey there, welcome into another edition of Five Minutes with Marky, my little podcast here where I sit down and chat with one of the defining figures in the LGBTQ community of Colorado. My guest today, one of my favorites in that community, Dee Dee Frayne. She is the creator, the promoter, the mastermind behind the largest monthly women's party in America, maybe the world, uh, if there's a larger one. I'm not aware of it. Dee Dee would be careful to point out that the Dinah weekend in Palm Springs is the largest lesbian event in the world. That's a yearly event. So First Friday is the largest monthly women's event in America, maybe the world. Draws well over a thousand people, sometimes as many as 2,000 people on any given month, each first Friday of the month. And it's at Tracks Nightclub and Exto Event Center. And it's it's one of those rare times where the entire complex is open for a single event, which usually only happens on nights like New Year's and Pride and Halloween's, but also for Dee Dee's first Friday women's party, which kind of shows you how big the event is. I've been fortunate enough uh, to be a part of it as a DJ for many years. So how did she create something so big? And when did this all start? Let's find out as we head out to one of Denver's newest bars, Pride and Swagger, and have a cocktail with Dee Dee Frayne. Start the clock. It's five minutes with Marky. March 2003 was the first First Friday. It started in 2002 when another lesbian bar had closed and the women didn't have anywhere to go. So I put together a happy hour in December of 2002, and 150 women, 120 women showed up. Then in January, I did another one, and 220 women showed up. And then the next one, it was almost 300 in February. So I thought we were on to something, and I started, we named it, and I started it in March of 2003. And the first one we had was at La Rumba. And then, so take me through the history. How many different homes did did First Friday have? Well, we only had uh, La Rumba for one month because uh, there was a party that night and the boys had to wait in line when they got there because over 600 people showed up. So La Rumba had to say, you know, I don't think we can do it on the same night. So we wound up at the church, the famous church uh, venue, which we all love. The famous church nightclub. And then how long were you at the church? Uh, for about a year and a half till the following September. From there, we went to Mile High Station. I think Mile High Station was the first I heard of it. What, what year is this are we at now? That would have been 2004, Mile High Station. And that's the place that's down uh, down near the, the stadium. How long were you there, and then what, how, did you, how did you end up at Tracks? Mile High Station wasn't able to commit to every month uh, on the Friday, and especially around the holidays, so it was hard for me to find another venue. So then we went to Club Evolution for a couple of months, and then... If people don't remember, Club Evolution, what was that, 22nd and... and was it Broadway? It was, yeah, just kind of off of Broadway, Park, 22nd-ish right. area around that area. And that was basically too small, but then Mile High Station wanted me back. They wanted First Friday back, and at that point, I think we did go back for a while. I think we went back from 2000... Late 2004 to almost 2007. To 2007. So do you, do, you, do you have any recollection? What were the numbers in those days in 2007? We were getting about 1,000 to 1,200 people at Mile High Station. That's incredible. That's incredible. So at that point, were you thinking, 
Oh my goodness, what have I stumbled upon here? Were you just, was your head just spinning in that? Well, it still wasn't. It still kept going, and I was kind of amazed. It was a little bit challenging there, though, because I could only have one DJ. And uh, women can be very fussy about their music, so only having one DJ was a challenge. And uh, then I had call- I had already talked to tracks prior to that, and tracks had just really opened not that long ago, and they really weren't very interested. But then in 2007, I contacted Scott. And- Scott Scotty was the general Scotty manager Crotcher, at the time. Yeah. yeah. And then I met with him and Bob and Eric at that time. And they had rethought everything, and we decided to go for it. And the first party I had at Trax was Halloween 2007. Oh, my goodness. And the first first Friday I had was December 2007. So Eric Arredondo and I have been working together for 10 years. Well, I, I recall that um, I remember the first time, I'll never forget the first time you invited me to play. And it was uh, just a narrow sliver of the extra, where we had it kind of like a, it was kind of curtained off. Right. Where it was me, and there was only about 20 feet till the curtain right, in front of me. Right. So it was maybe a third right. of, of the extra. And I just remember how much fun that night was and how the, the crowd was so excited. And I just remember each month that curtain moving further and further back <laughs> until well, eventually. Well, it also boiled down to the fact that tracks needed to see the numbers before they would commit to holding Exto for the event. Uh-huh. So once they saw the potential, they locked in every first Friday and have done so for 10 years. Yeah, and you know, and I know you talk about the, uh, um, the women being uh, particular about the music, but I think what, what's, what I love about First Friday so much, and I've been with you, I think almost 10 years. Yeah. Um, playing up mainly in the on the exto side, is it just seems to be the one night of the week where the women come from. They come in and they go straight to the dance floor. They came here for one reason: it's to dance. Right, and um, the early crowd because we open at six. From six to ten, we do country in uh, in exto, and those women come out to two step. That is their two step and line dance is their thing. So then, as you know, we open the front room at eight, and DJ Tatiana comes on. She goes a little retro from 8 to 10. And then, of course, wonderful DJ Marky comes on at 10 in Exto. And then DJ Black Girl comes on in the lounge, and we start hip-hop. So we've got everything. Finish this sentence. When you come to First Friday, you can expect to see blank. It depends on what time of the evening. In the <laughs> early part of the evening, it's going to be women probably 40 to 70. Later in the evening, when the older crowd leaves, at midnight, you will see everything. It is probably the, the most diverse party or event in Denver, or, all, or certainly all of Colorado. You will see transgender folks, uh, gay, lesbian, uh, straight allies. Um, we have bachelor parties. It used to be almost all women, and it, it has evolved to a very, very diverse event, and we welcome everybody. You know, and I've always heard you make that point. You're always... You're, uh, that's a very important point that you always make on your social media. It is a women's party, but everybody's welcome. That's an important commitment to you, isn't it? Absolutely, and it's one of the things I'm most proud of, particularly for the transgender community. They have uh, responded, they come out, and they have thanked me over the years for feeling so welcome. So for those that, that may not know you as well, Didi, what are you doing when you're not promoting First Friday? What are you doing those other 30 or... 29 days of the month. Uh, well, I'm, you know, I work on First Friday. I 
It's basically part-time at this point in my life. I spent 20 years in corporate America, and I'm basically scaling down, and I do some volunteer work. I'm on the board of the Denver Metro Pickleball Association, so I've taken up pickleball, which is now my most is, favorite sport. What's pickleball? Pickleball is a cross between tennis, badminton, and some say ping pong. It's a fabulous sport. It's played on a smaller court. And the dog's name was Pickle. It was actually invented by a congressman out in Seattle. And rumor has it that the name of the sport was named because the guy's dog's name was Pickle. Okay. And it's the fastest growing sport in the country. And if people want to find out more about is there a website or anything for that? Yes, there is. The Denver Metro Pickleball Association. Or you can find us on Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) The things I didn't expect to learn just sitting down with you. Also, uh, military service. Some people, I think a lot of people maybe not know, may not know that uh, you're a veteran. Yes, I... Uh, Happy went, Veterans Day, by the way. Thank you We're recording much. this a few days after Veterans Day. Thank you. I went to a program for college that was similar to ROTC, but it was different at the time. It was in the 70s, and there was a tremendous need for nurses and doctors. So they paid most of my education, and then I got, I got commissioned as a first lieutenant on graduation. And I was stationed in Fort Dix, New Jersey for a while, but I got, I got transferred out to Colorado, and it's the best thing that ever happened to me. And is that how you first found Colorado? It certainly is. I got my orders here to come, and I got stationed at Fitzsimmons Army Medical Center. And I was only uh, still in the Army for a year and a half, and then I got out and pursued another career. Nursing wasn't a good fit for me. Where were you born? Brooklyn, New York. I see. I never hear that accent. See, I get the toughness. But I never, I've never heard the accent. Uh, well, I, I think I'm a little bit of a language chameleon. I think the more I'm around people with accents, I pick up on them. Like if I went back to New York for a week, it would be right back. If I hang out m- with my friend from Kentucky, I can talk like her after a while. So. Well, I was born in Virginia, and my family used to vacation there a lot. And I noticed that, too, after about a week there at a couple of these things in this glass down here. It, it just starts to come back. It just, I don't know what it is, D.D. Forget about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I want to ask you, and this is uh, as we wind down here, five minutes with Marky again. Dee Dee Frain, my guest, thanks for joining me today. Um, tell me about the lost art of thank you notes. You write, th- you write handwritten thank you notes. I don't know if it's because I'm considered older in the gay community now. Actually, somebody referred to me as one of the elders in the community, so that was like... Oh, did you... I was like, ouch. I think it's a good thing, but it was like, ouch. (laughs) But anyway... I, I don't know. I still I still think uh, taking the time to do that is uh, people appreciate it. I think the younger generation is probably never going to go there. Let, but. let me show you how much people appreciate it. I'm showing Dee Dee right now Aww. a handwritten thank you note that Aww. she wrote to me, and I wish I'd put the date on it, Dee Dee. But she said uh, she says, Marky. There are no words to tell you how much I appreciate all your support, suggestions, and music. Uh, it's a true pleasure working. It's a true pleasure working with you. I think this was after your ten-year anniversary party. I don't remember, but uh, I you, know. you've written me a few of these over the years because that's just that's just what you do, and that's the way that's the way you handle your business and you handle yourself as a person. But I believe this was after the ten-year anniversary party where, if not, we broke a record that night, right? Uh, no, um, 23? No, th- no, that's not the record. The record is actually uh, February two years ago when the... Uh, when It the- was a record up to that point. Yes, yes, yes correct. 2,300, I think. So ten, 
the 10 year anniversary was 2300. What was your record two years ago? The record was 2670, and it's when the uh, Creating Change conference was in town. So there was a huge LGBT conference, and we promoted it, and a bunch of those people came down. Well, Dee Dee, I appreciate you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send you a, a thank you note for doing uh, uh, five minutes with Marky with me tonight. And uh, before I let you go, uh, what's, our, what's our theme coming up on December 1st? theme is leather and lace. So, do you know, come on out with your leather and lace, leather boots, straps, whatever turns you on. I've already got ten ideas for my outfit. <laughs> <laughs> Dee Dee Frayne on Five Minutes with Marky. Thanks, Dee Dee. I love you. Uh, thank you, Marky. Love you, too. It's a good human right there, you guys. Dee Dee Frayne. Again, thank you so much, Dee Dee, for sitting down with me. And, hey, if you want to find out more about uh, some of the events, you know, she has First Friday, which is the first Friday of every month. But there's also uh, a few other events throughout the year that she puts on, and you can always find out about those. Go to her website, babesarounddenver.com, and also on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Denver Babes. And don't miss First Friday. This week, Leather and Lace. We'll see you there at Tracks. Also for me, DJ Markey, you can find out all about all of my upcoming stuff. Uh, just go to my Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash DJ Markey. Have a good week, you guys. Okay, bye.